Welcome to the Tanakh Podcast. Today, Yeshayahu Perek Laman Zayin, Isaiah chapter 37. Here we are, Bain Hamatsarim, in the three weeks, and our chapter two is Bain Hamatsarim. Chiskiyahu uh, is, and his people, are caught in siege by the Assyrian army in Yerushalayim. And we've heard in the previous chapter, in chapter 36, the boastful and intimidating words of Rav Shakeh, the uh, emissary of Sancherev, as he mocks the Jewish people and mocks the power of God. And so here we enter chapter 37, which is a stunning chapter, a chapter which I think emphasizes the power of prayer, because we begin when King Hezekiah hears all this, he tears his clothes and covers himself in sackcloth and he goes to pray in the house of God. In the meantime, he sends his emissaries to Yishayahu ben Amot and he says, and they say, This is a day of distress, a day of trouble, a day of blasphemy. Because your children have come to the birthing stool, but there is no energy to give birth. In other words, we've reached the final round. We've reached the moment where we need salvation. We meet, need the, the, we reach the moment where we need to push the baby out, where we need to actually experience um, a sense of breakthrough. The koach in lalida. And there is no power to give birth. There's, there's no energy. We don't know what to do. We're stuck. And this is how they talk to Yeshayahu. Now, this metaphor of birth, this uh, usage of the of the instrument of birth, comes up later on in the sefer when the sefer wants to talk about the geula. And let me just maybe um, relate to it. This is Perak Samchvav, the final chapter, chapter sixty six, and he says, "Baterem tachil yalada." Before you even go into labor, you will give birth, right? Before you even feel the birth pangs, the 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 contractions, you'll already have given birth to a male child. Can you give a, a land be created in one day? Can a nation be created, be born instantaneously? In other words, the Sefer says that Zion has indeed given birth to her children. Uh, the end of the Sefer, chapter 66, um, it proclaims the idea that God is Ha'ani Ashbir Velo Olid. Okay, will I make you pregnant and not allow you to give birth? Um, God says, I will allow the birth to take place. So this is a metaphor which we find in our chapter, but it is a powerful metaphor throughout the book of Ishayahu. So let's just uh, give a, a recap of the chapter. Very simply, 
Um, first, Chizkiyahu sends his messengers to Yeshayahu, and Yeshayahu says, don't worry, uh, Rab Shakeh is going to go away, he's going to give some, hear some news, and he's going to go back to his land, which indeed happens. But then he sends a message back and says, listen, I'm going to be back. Right? I'm going to be back. And he curses out God, and he says, you know, Ayei melech hamat, umelech arpad, umelech la'ir saparvayim. Um, where are all the gods who, you know, I've destroyed? Your God is not going to help you. And um, and now we see Chizkiyahu ascend to the Beit HaMikdash, spread out his hands, and give the most uh, fabulous, uh, beautiful prayer, um, and he appeals to God, which suddenly Yeshayahu comes in with a message from God and says, don't worry, um, the king of Ashur will never enter this city. The, the king of Ashur will never enter the city. He won't shoot an arrow. No shield will advance. No cannon fire will be fired at Jerusalem. The way he came, he will return. And I will defend this city, says God, um, for the sake of um, King David. And at the end of the story, we have the famous miracle where um, a Malach Hashem, an angel of God, smites the camp of Ashur, 185,000 and they wake in the morning and they are all uh, dead. And uh, the king of uh, Sancherev goes back to his land and eventually is assassinated. So that's the basic line of the story, but I'd like to maybe relate to one final point here. And that is, you know, it's interesting. We might expect a showdown of this sort to talk about the size of the army, we might expect there to be all sorts of descriptions of drama. But in fact, the center of the drama is in fact the notion of, of blasphemy, of the attack on God. And if you take a look here, um, when when the emissaries come to Yeshayahu in Pasuk Dalad, they say, Maybe God will hear the words of Rav Shakeh, who was sent by the king of Assyria, Adonav, Elohim Chai. He has come to, to blaspheme the living God. Yeshayahu answers them and he says, So go back to the king and say to him, Don't be afraid of those statements that you heard. Those statements whereby the um, servants of the king of Ashur, he belittles them by saying that they are just the, the young men of the king of Ashur who have derided me, who have um, disparaged me. So um, don't worry, he'll hear a rumor, he'll go back to his land. But later on, when the message comes back, and again, the message is all about God, where he says, the, the king of Ashur says, Don't let um, the God who you trust in say that Jerusalem will not be delivered in the hands of the king of Assyria. Um, 
Haven't you seen what the Assyrian kings did to all of the other lands and have destroyed them all? And you think that you will be saved? Did any of the other gods save their lands? And as a response, Chizkiyahu goes back and he says to God, uh, God, open up your ears and listen. Open up your eyes and see at Divrei Sancherev, the words of the king Sanekerev, that he has um, gone there to blaspheme, to disparage, to, to mock the living God. And now, God, you save him. God, you show all the nation of the world, the world that you are, you alone are God, right? He says, it's true, their gods didn't save their lands because they're not really gods, but you're the real God. So now you are the one who is going to um, uh, save yourself. And indeed, uh, that is what Yishayahu sends to Chizkiyahu, and he says, so says God who to whom you prayed. This is what God says to Sancherev. Jerusalem mocks you. Jerusalem derides you. And who do you belittle? Who do you blaspheme? Who do you mock? Who do you curse? And who are you raising up your voice? You really want to blaspheme the sacred one of Israel. In other words, put it very simply, at the center of this chapter is the question of blasphemy of God. Maybe put it this way. Sancherev has turned this into a battle of the gods. If Sancherev had just attacked Israel in a normal way, who knows what would have happened? But it's almost like Sancherev raised the game and turned this into a question of the power of Sancherev versus the power of the God of Israel. And this is acknowledged by Sancherev himself, by his messengers, by Isaiah, by Chizkiyahu. And this maybe is the reason why this puts God in, directly into the driving seat, into the center stage. And therefore God says, well, you know, if, if it's Sancherev against me, I am now going to save my city. Sanacherib is going to lose. And indeed, it is an angel of God who affects the victory of this chapter. That's it for today. Mihitraot.